Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. That's right, John. This is, we are talking about Arrow episode 405 and, wait, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. We call them episode four, like 4.5. All right, we need to restart that. Okay, sorry about that. Go. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. That's right, John. We are talking about two episodes of Arrow today. Two! It's a two-for-one, two. Chris. Two-for-one. You get one, buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. But wait, Chris. Uh-huh. Is, isn't the podcast free? It is free, John, so that makes it extra special. That means yeah. you, you buy none and you get two free. Exactly. I like that. It's, it's a great perfectly, deal. perfectly, completely free. Great, yes. Fantastic deal. <laughs> it's an amazing Black Friday sale all the time. Yep. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, episode, I think, uh, what is it? Haunted and then Lost Souls. Yes. Dude, so such such good episodes. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, it, it was... It was it ramped up the action. It was uh, it advanced the plot, and a lot of things happened in these two episodes. So yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, uh, basically, uh, I think Haunted is 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 one of my favorite Arrow episodes in a long time, and, and it just felt it just felt really fun. It felt really cool having Constantine in there, and this is honestly the first time this season whenever I have felt that like the uh, the flashback episodes actually mean something. Actually, Agreed. maybe since like season. Th- Two, like that, I felt like they actually directly related to the show in a meaningful way. I agree, and so like the funny thing about um, you know when we recorded Arrow on Target for the last uh, two times, like each each, uh, episode of Arrow on Target that we've recorded, every single time I have in my uh, in my notes for the episode, I have flashbacks necessary with like multiple question marks where I'm like ah but we haven't really talked about it because I don't want to just be uh you know banging the drum about the uh the flashbacks need to mean something the flashbacks (laughs) need to mean something because you know it just feels like the flashbacks don't mean anything anymore um but you're right this episode whenever Constantine shows up you're just like whoa this is awesome and it's a change of pace man yeah uh yeah for sure and and I like the uh the this is kind of Oliver's I guess Oliver's is, it, is this his first um, exposure to magic of some kind? I think so. I mean, we've had like we've had the the elements of uh, some unexplained things, but more so, it was like you could explain it via science with like the serum and uh, you know. But this is truly the very first mystical, magical thing that he's really encountered. Yes. So I mean, it was cool. Like he just he, like it was blowing his mind. Man, he did not know what was going on. <laughs> Well, he also didn't know what to think of Constantine, which, you know, it's funny because all along the episode, I was like, I, I want to like this guy, but it's like he, he just seems really, you know, uh, as, as his character does in the comics and, and, and just feels that way where you're just like, man, I want to like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, he's a super charming guy. Like, I mean, I, he, uh, he knows a lot more than he's letting on, which is intriguing. Yeah. Um, and it's very apparent that, like, he just likes having fun. Right. Um, and, uh, and he's like, it was just, it was just cool. Like, um, I liked even like little things about this episode where like you kind of see the change where he realizes, uh, it was whenever before he goes in the temple and he says basically only the pure of heart can, can enter or something like yep. that. Then Oliver ends up not getting out of the handcuffs, but then coming into the room and not dying. And, you know, he's like, right. you know, 
basically right. like I'm I'm on your side. I'm a good guy, you know. And and so that was that was a really cool moment. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it, like it makes me uh, want to see more of Constantine. Like I I kind of hope we see a little bit more of him. Um, and obviously, like it, it also like I never watched uh, the show. Like I never watched that because obviously it was you know. Um, the actor, uh, let me see, let me find his name real quick here. Uh, Matt Ryan played John Constantine on the show Constantine, and I never watched right. it. Like I, I didn't, and and a lot of people didn't. And which, I didn't either, which is it why got it got canceled. canceled. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but it made like this episode should have like been the launching point for a John Constantine show because oh, I yeah. I now would totally go watch a John Constantine me show too. with uh, Matt this, Ryan. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like as I was watching this, I'm like, man, I need to go back and watch Constantine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, and, which is kind of sad. It really is disappointing because uh, we launched the Flash successfully that way, where it's like, oh, I would watch this this character um, weekly, and we've launched. Um, we're about to launch Legends of Tomorrow, you know, with this new team show, where it's like, oh, I would watch these characters together and, and see so, how they interact, you know, that way. So I don't know. I think what's interesting, at least this is just me, um, and personal preference probably, but like. I- I if, if so if, if this had been like the launching point for a John Constantine TV show, like I would be more excited about that than I am about Legends of Tomorrow. I um, agree. It was just because it's different, you know what I mean? He's yeah. so different from anything else in this universe uh, that uh, it intrigues me. Right, and and not only that, like his his character identity and uh, personality is vastly different than a lot of the yes. people that we encounter. You know, we we have yeah. uh, we have a lot of you know diversity in the cast and a lot of diversity of personality but his personality specifically we don't have that kind of like sw- you know swarmy kind of like uh this this guy you know right kind of a uh, a personality um even to the point where he he whenever he you know in present day whenever he meets uh meets oliver he says man oliver if i'd known that you uh you were surrounded with so many beautiful women i would have come to visit you more you know sooner <laughs> yes and, and you know it's just like you don't really know what to think of this guy you know he's just really kind of like man i don't know i don't know where this guy sits with anything so it's just funny you know i i i would uh i would appreciate more of of his personality and his character in this universe so maybe yeah. maybe we see him again i don't know that's just me hoping yeah that'd be awesome i'd, I'd be totally down with that um the uh another thing that i liked in this we finally got an answer well yeah an answer to basically what happened to diggle's brother Um, and, uh, why did he have to die? And it was not necessarily the answer that Diggle was wanting, was looking for. Um, it also makes me question, like, is it real? You know, the fact that his, Mm -hmm. his brother was into, you know, the crime and stuff like that. Like, I don't, I don't think there's a reason for Damien Dark to lie. Um, but I also don't expect him to necessarily tell the truth all the time, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's just, you know, with, with. Everything that that was going on at the time of uh, – it seemed like Diggle knows less and less about what actually happened in like his brother and like the situation than you know as things as time goes on. You know, it's like we yeah. had you know he thought he knew exactly what happened, um, and then he finds out that someone had him killed, and it's like oh my gosh, who was this? And then he finds out about hype. So uh, the more he finds, like the more he peels back these layers of. Uh, of, of what's going on, what's actually happening, the more it just keeps piling on this like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. So it's like at some point, whenever these things continuously happen, 
I would suspect that you you would just believe anything, you know. Right. So you you know, I, I do question it. Like I do question whether or not it's the truth. I do question you know whether or not even if it is the truth, is it all of the truth? Like or is this only a small picture of uh, something larger that was going on at the time? You know, sure right. maybe he did uh, you know deal in some drugs over there or whatever, but maybe there were some extenuating circumstances that would uh, that would force him into that. I mean, who knows? So the, I just want to know more. The one thing I did um, kind of like question also is like it seemed like he Damien gave this information up pretty easily. Like he was true. I, I don't know. He has this weird relationship with uh, um, Detective Lance, or mm. uh, is it Detective? Yes. Or well, I, I don't know what he detective. is exactly now, but is Quentin Lance is his name? Yeah. So <laughs> he has this weird relationship with him, where I'm just kind of like, why are you so open with him? I don't, I don't understand. You know, like. And but, but he's it, like that overall. Right. I mean, and part of you wonders, like, is it is just his arrogance? Is it just like he just doesn't think anybody can touch him? I mean, what it, what exactly is it? You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's very strange. Very interesting. Um, but I, 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 I do like the fact that we're getting answers on things that, like, honestly, that's a question from season one, you know, that, right. that we were wondering about. Yeah. And it's nice to see some of these... Uh, you know, side plot lines with the um, non-Oliver characters. It's nice to see them, fl- you know, get those kind of uh, flushed out, get them, get them, get them, you know, into the main storyline, into the main plot. You know, it's it's right. Um, and use the massively talented uh, extended cast that they have. So, um, right. dude. So, uh, the 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 drama with Sarah. Like Sarah just like going nuts all over everybody. And then the idea that she is um, hunting Thea, essentially. I mean, that was like mind blowing. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, that was, and that was a cool sequence. And it was just kind of, it was um, a cool revelation, you know, like, I mean, obviously as viewers, you figure that out like right off the bat, um, what's right. happening. Um, but it takes them a minute to, to uncover it. But it didn't feel hokey in the way that they uncover it. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed that. And even the part, you know, where they, he's like, you know, well, he, she just doesn't, this is, she, this is her body, but she doesn't, her soul isn't back yet. And yeah. uh, that whole scene where they go in, I don't know, whatever kind of like other in- realm that they enter into, like it's super cool. Yeah, and the fact that that, you know, it's it's her soul got stuck in the pit, you know, whenever they resurrected her, her soul didn't really come out of the pit and never right. and and the, that imagery was was nice too, you know, the fact that it took um you know, two people that she knows and cares about to, to pull her out of there while Constantine fended off, you know, some of this other stuff. It's it's really uh like you said, it didn't feel hokey. It didn't feel like it was uh, something that didn't fit in this universe. It, it definitely genuinely um, fit. So, I mean, it feels like increasingly we've talked about the that this world is a little bit wilder where, you know, the government seems to be, have more reach and, you know, these mystical things are happening. There's metahumans and, you know, there's all this stuff going on. It seems like increasingly anything can happen on this show and it would right. be, be believable. And it's it, they, they go about it in such a grounded way where it obeys their own laws that it doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel hokey. You don't go, oh, really? You know, it yeah. never, it never, uh, I think we talked about on the main podcast, the what jumped the shark was. It, it never really jumps the shark, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, which was, which was great. And it was just a cool, uh, even like whenever they're breaking into the place, you know, they have to like um, convince the uh, security guards that he just captured Diggle, you know, just really cool stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, 
Was there anything you didn't like about this episode specifically before we move on to Lost Souls? No, nothing I did, didn't like. I, I think the one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is um, Curtis. I'm like every oh, single right. episode. I like Curtis more and more, and just Agreed. like he's just he's a charming person, but he's also a good person, and you know he's you know getting ready to leave for the day or whatever, but he stays to help Felicity, and um, they uncover the uh, the uh, the message from um, uh, Ray, and that was a huge plot point. Yeah, dude. And so, like, let me let me do a quick Google here. I, I he reminds me of a specific. Um, yeah, he reminds me of Mr. Terrific in the DC universe. Um, who is a you mean very like from the cartoon? Yeah, like you know from like the uh, the comic book. So like the New Fifty Two mm. relaunched, and they uh, they had a new fi- uh, Mister Terrific um, thing. I mean, so I I'm not saying that he will turn into that character or whatever, but I, I constantly am reminded of like, man, he seems like such a technically savvy guy. Seems like he would be really good for this type of a role too, because like I mean, um, you know, he's he's athletic and stuff as well as super smart. So it makes it only makes sense that he would be. You you know, maybe not this season, maybe not next season, but like down the road somewhere, he would be a uh, a hero of sorts in in some way. Because um, yeah. right now, I mean, he's he's only helping the team through Felicity, basically. Um, he, yeah. You know, she is his uh, his in in the team, and and it's nice to have him. And I I just want to see him more uh, in a in a larger role with the rest of the team. Right. Um, I, I like what he brings to the table as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, he obviously, I mean, he knows who. Uh, um, who Felicity works for and works with. Right. And so it's, you know, like we'll talk about Lost Souls in a second, but he kind of alludes to that to Oliver's <laughs> face, right. and, which was really humorous. But, you know, like, and so it's like it, he, he's kind of a, he's like a faux member of Team Arrow. Right. Um, but I'd like to see him um, perform a larger, uh, larger role within the team. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So moving on to, to Lost Souls, um, you know, this episode was uh, was was definitely a fun episode. Um, it wasn't quite up to the quality of, of Haunted. Like I didn't feel as quite as into it um, as I was with Haunted. Like Haunted from from start to finish, I was just kind of enthralled with the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Lost Souls had had some moments where I was like, hmm, OK. Um, and specifically whenever we deal with like Ray. Uh, the Ray Palmer and Felicity and Oliver kind of drama that was going on in this episode. Um, I, I definitely like whenever wh- I guess what we're retreading in my mind is that uh, that triangle of those three characters of you know whenever Felicity um, finds out that he's alive and that she's trying to save him and then she blames herself and she blames Oliver and she blames you know the entire relationship that she has with Oliver. She questions it. It's it's. Uh, seems like a step into last season's Felicity. Um, and that was, that, that was something where like Felicity was super unsure of herself, super dramatic and very, um, I don't know, very, very, very odd. And, and, yeah. and I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's like there were some weird, we definitely some weird beats in this episode. Uh, I mean, for instance, like why in the world, uh, did her mother have to be in this episode? Like I enjoy her mother and I enjoy that dynamic, but it was just yeah. kind of a weird placement and use of her. Um, cause it didn't feel natural. Like, cause I mean, dude, Oliver knows what's going on. Yeah. He, and, and if, um, you know, if 
he was in the same position and Felicity was like, hey, like, just go on a date with your mother or whatever. It's just like, right. what is happening right now? You yeah, know, and yeah, like, yeah. It, it does not feel super, super realistic in terms of like, that's, I mean, he knows better than that. And, right. Well, um, and, and I mean, the, the, they did bring up the excuse of like, oh, have you ever tried to tell her no? And I, I can totally see that. But on the other yeah, hand. Yeah, and that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. But on the other hand, like, you know, you can't excuse, um, something that is, is somewhat out of character, first of all, like you said, and is also like, if, if anything, her mother being there was more of a hindrance to Felicity dealing with things than it was a help. Um, yeah. you know, because it was, it was only whenever Felicity and, and Oliver ended up, you know, completely hashing it out and, and, uh, Felicity's mom got out of the way that we really uncovered what was going on with her. Um, right. And, and what was behind all of this. And while it did help whenever we had, uh, Felicity's mom and her, you know, talking to, to you know, talking there on the bed, it, that really solved a few things and helped Felicity come to terms with what was going on. I don't necessarily, it just doesn't seem like it fit nearly as well as something else would have. Um, yeah. I agree with you. However, speaking of that specific uh, moment where Diggle is talking to Oliver and uh, and Felicity's mom is talking to her, the Diggle and Oliver thing, holy cow, that felt natural. That felt real. That felt tangible. And that whole exchange was amazing. Like whenever he even mentions, he's like, you know what this new, uh, new lair is missing? And he says, a chest with a bottle of vodka in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, yes, that's exactly exactly what it's missing. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean their relationship is definitely healing and mending, which is really cool because you know, they were the original two, you know, and yeah. uh Diggle fought so hard to be part of the team um at the beginning mm. and um and I'd hate to see them not be able to continue that. Yeah. Definitely. And so that whole exchange was nice too and you know, it was it, with Oliver coming to terms with, with Ray and, uh, and with that, you know, with Felicity fighting so hard to, to find Ray, you know, that, that, that helped. I mean, and, and the, uh, just their relationship very much sells, uh, that entire sequence to me. Um, but yeah, I, I love Diggle, man. He's, he's a great character. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, something else I, uh, I did like about this episode, um, going back again to, Oliver's conversations with his mom, like the conversation that was overheard by the whole team that he was having with Felicity. <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments I've seen on Arrow in a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It, the comedy was definitely on point this episode. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah. which was it this one or, or is it the next one that was uh, directed by uh, Paul Blackthorne? Um, oh, let me see. Let me see. No, this one was uh, Antonio Negrette. So yeah. Okay. The, so it's, uh, I guess it was it was the next one. Uh, yes, the one the we will one. review um, next week. But yeah, like uh, it was really really cool. Like just seeing the the humor come out. Uh, like it felt very Batman esque when they were breaking in. You know, like Oliver was hanging upside down. <laughs> oh and... my gosh, dude, that action was so cool. <laughs> he rappels down and then flips over yeah. and hangs upside down. Oh my gosh, so cool. And the crazy awesome thing, you know, like I know that um, uh, Sarah, you know, left at the end of this basically, but like the arrow team, like if they got everyone together, it's huge. Oh, it dude. is enormous. It's massive. And like that's the thing, like whenever they go in, went into this thing, like I, 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 I remember thinking, yes, let's get every single awesome person that we can and take out these people, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's just do this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Sarah leaving at the end. What did you think about that? I mean, did you think, I mean, that was, it, 
it made sense um, in terms of, of, you know, coming to terms with things. And then she even mentions, I can't handle things as well as you, Thea. And Thea yeah. knows, like, you can see it written all over her face that she knows she's not dealing with this. She, the yeah. only reason she's able to deal with it better than uh, Sarah is because she had just killed a couple of people a couple of weeks ago, you know? Right. My, I mean, my question is, Sarah, I mean, Sarah's not going to be able, still not going to be able to deal with it well. Like, she's, she's yeah. going to go, like, hang out with her mom and do whatever, but she's still going to want to kill people and hurt people. So that's not going to go away. That problem's not going to go away. No, um, not they, at they all. Haven't, they haven't really figured out what to do about that. Um, so that's something that they'll have to deal with. I mean, hopefully they'll deal with that before Legends of Tomorrow. And so if they deal with it for, with Sarah and figure it out for her, then they'll figure it out for um, Thea as well. And so I hope that they figure that out. Um, I also, uh, I, 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 it just makes me want, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it had to be some kind of contractual thing or yeah. like just, there was a, just a time commitment there that the actress just couldn't, uh, couldn't commit to it or something like it's not because the Ray is still going to be around, you know? So yeah. And you also wonder if there was maybe some budgetary things too, because you've been noticing, yeah. like, have you noticed on uh, on flash? Like, it seems like we had firestorm for a little bit, but then like we got rid of him, but now we have like somebody else coming in. And then, you know, we, uh, we had, um, the other flash, the, the earth Two flash for a little while. And he, he took a, you know, took a sabbatical for like he's he's gone for a minute here so it seems like we're kind of like shuffling characters in and out i don't know if that's because the writers just think um you know that there's too many characters and if they're not involved in the plot why would they be there or if it's more of like a budgetary thing where it's like man we just have a massive cast of characters that uh we can use and so let's just filter them in and out you know yeah i mean i don't know it's becoming know. like it's seeming to become kind of a world's finest situation in some ways where it's like, who are we teaming up with for the next few episodes? And so it seems like, right. you know, we're teaming up with, you know, we teamed up with uh, Canary for like the last couple, but we're going to team up with, uh, you know, uh, the Adam for the next. So it's like it kind of has that vibe to it where we're, you know, there's always something different and a new dynamic that's being inserted, which is cool. But you're right. It does feel a little bit. Uh, it would be nice to see everybody all at once, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, Chris. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk, if anybody doesn't want to be spoiled on someone who potentially will be in the show uh, in upcoming episodes, they can skip forward. But, uh, Chris, you want to reveal something about that? Yeah, so skip forward a few seconds. But Roy is coming back, apparently, uh, later on this season. Which, he's not coming back permanently, but he's coming back for an appearance, which will be awesome. Arsenal. I love Roy. Arsenal's amazing. Uh, uh, Damien Dark, this episode. um, We... It's interesting. To get, again, his relationship with uh, Lance is super strange in terms of like you know Lance. Lance calls him to a meeting. <laughs> he he shows up. You yeah. know, like it's not like he he doesn't trust him to like to not trap him or something like that. You know, like he shows up to the meeting and but then but then tells him like this is the last time you know you summon me. Yeah. And. Uh, so he's obviously bothered by it. I think he's maybe he's even bothered by how uh, strange and deep their relationship has kind of gotten. Yeah, it seems almost surprising to him how deep it's gotten, you know, and, yeah. and you know, like we said uh, earlier, we said that, you know, it seems like he just maybe is arrogant enough to not care what he shares with people. But but man, it's with this Lance situation, it's like, that seems like something that could come back to bite him. And and I, I wonder how much longer will it last? Like how much longer will he put up with it? How long until that mole is, uh, outed? I mean, it's, 
you know, you can only go so far. Like, I mean, where he's feeding information to, you know, Team Arrow all the time, and they're they're doing this. There's gonna be some sort of a a moment where the suspicion will be too much. Um, right. You think about like undercover agents and stuff. A lot of times they have to do like go along with things for a really long time and let let you know lots of things slide and let lots of bad things potentially happen until they have enough evidence or have a, a perfect setup to finally bring down uh, the person. And so right. you you know this is not what's happening right now. It's, he's not going along with things. He's not just like laying down or, or providing good solid information. He's feeding every single bit of it to Team Arrow and Team Arrow is trying to stop it and doing something about it. So we're not really uh, at the moment where we have the big showdown yet. And so I just, I, again, I just wonder how long does this keep up until we, you know, find out that Lance or until Damien dark finally just, you know, finds out that Lance is not on his side. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't, I mean, he, I don't know. Like, it's interesting because like, he feels like, it feels like he knows a lot. I mean, yeah. he may even know that, um, that he helps the arrow, you know, like we don't know yeah. really like how, how far his knowledge goes and and how duplicitous he's being. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you also have like the idea of, uh, I mean, maybe this was the last straw. Like, I mean, because again, he said, mm. you, you don't do this again. You know, you don't mm -hmm. summon me again. And so maybe mm -hmm. this is it. Maybe this is that moment. Who knows? Yeah. That's possible. So you ready to, uh, to give these episodes uh, a quick rating? How many hoods yeah. we give these? I'm going to give um, the uh, the first one, which is haunted. Uh, let's, haunted, yes, haunted. Uh, I'm going to give haunted a. I'm going to give it a four point nine. Ooh, I was going to give it a, a good like four point seven, uh, seven five Ooh. or so. So it's like it's pretty close to to a great. Like I mean, it's it's one of the most fun episodes of Arrow. Um, oh yeah, in the series. Um, what would you give Lost Souls? Lost Souls, I will give a 4.2. Like, I really, I, it's a great episode. Yeah. Um, but, but, and I really enjoy the, uh, the heist part of it and the back and forth. There were just some like weird little things with it that I'm like, eh, that's a little strange. Like, yeah, you're there not, were some questions. It's, it, yeah. And it's just like, it goes back to, you know, like Arrow being soap opera y. And I'm, I'm not really a huge fan of that, you know? Yeah, Arrow is is at its best whenever it's not soap opera. -y. Um, and yeah. I realize like we're bringing people back to life left and right, but it's like you know, <laughs> Arrow is best whenever it's uh, comic book drama, not soap opera drama. Um, exactly. And so again, like those were the things that I I was anti, um, not really anti, but I just was like, eh, not not as sold on this part of it. Um, right. So like I'm sitting right there with you, dude. It's a it's a it's a little over a four, but not much over a four. You know, it's it's uh, it's not quite to the four point five yet. So right, right. Oh, cool. man. Well, that's it for this week. You can check out our other podcasts. Um, we On our main podcast this week, we reviewed uh, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. Uh, we also talked about our trips out to California. Um, yep. And then we also talked about on Flash on Target, we talked about two episodes of The Flash. We talked about Interzoom and Guerrilla Warfare. It's a little bit of spoilers for our podcast on that. We, uh, we liked those episodes quite a bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um... I, anything else you want to cover, Chris? Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at chriswright250. And John Wright 777 
and at Stay on Target Pod. Be sure, yeah, you check us out on iTunes and on Stitcher. Leave us a review. Check out our other podcasts, Air on Target and Stay on Target. Uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Air on, on Target. Target.